This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 257. Hello, veterinary friends. Welcome to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. If you have never listened to this podcast before, welcome. This is the podcast where we learn about about ourselves and learn how to create a better life both inside and outside of veterinary medicine. So thank you so much for listening today. On this episode, I want to have a conversation about consistency. Consistency in thought and action. It's something that I think we all struggle with, but I think with the new year approaching, it's something interesting to talk about and interesting to think about because being consistent is the pathway that we need to take in order to change or create something wonderful in our life. So consistency is defined as the ability to stick to a plan take action, or make decisions over time. The only way that we can achieve any goal is to take small steps over longer periods of time, sometimes more than we want, until we reach whatever we desire. It's true in physical health. It's true in mental health. It's true in business, relationships, and even throughout your career you will see that consistency and small steps are the way to achieve. So if you consistently work towards anything, good or bad, you'll eventually achieve it. If you're inconsistent, you will deal with discouragement, lack of motivation, and few results or results that you don't want. So you'll get results either way, but sometimes they're the ones that you really don't want. One of the reasons that we feel stressed and overwhelmed on a regular basis is that we don't schedule ourselves consistently or we don't work towards our goals in baby steps consistently. Then that results in anxiety. We start out strong with any goal and then we struggle. And I know you've all been through this. I have so many times. And when we do this, our chihuahua brain is in control. That chihuahua brain is afraid. It brings up thoughts that frighten us and that causes us to avoid the work that needs to be done. We think that if we do something more fun, more enjoyable, distracting, that we'll feel better. But in reality, that better feeling is temporary. Not achieving the goals adds to our stress. And isn't that ironic? I just, I just find that fascinating because, you know, I have all these things on my list I want to get done and I know I'll feel better when they get done, but then my primitive brain kicks in and it pulls me off task. And then in the long run, I don't feel better. I feel worse. And I'm the type of person that wants to do everything and be open to anything. I have that severe fear of missing out, that kind of thinking makes me not want to schedule myself very rigidly. If I look at my calendar and it looks too scheduled, I get anxious because I have this fear that if I'm too rigid in my schedule, that I won't be flexible enough to say yes when something fun pops up 
or when someone calls me and proposes that I do something different. My chihuahua brain is afraid of missing out. So it asks me not to schedule too much, not to work, not to focus, and leave myself some freedom to pivot if I need to. The downside of that way of thinking is that I have trouble focusing and on the goals. I'm not consistent. I avoid the work just in case something comes up. So instead of pivoting when something comes up and changing my schedule, I just avoid scheduling it, right? Which doesn't make any sense. It's the opposite of what I want because I get nothing done when I really want to get many, many things done. So the way that we can change this for ourselves is by becoming more consistent. Consistent positive actions lead to better habits, improved skills, and ultimately to the achievement of our dreams. Consistency creates habit. You've all probably heard that it takes 90 days to build a habit. Consistent work for 90 days. It sounds difficult when I say that, doesn't it? That's your primitive brain telling you that 90 days is hard. 90 days is a long time. 90 days is impossible, right? That's what happens when we start thinking about change. That fear of change, that fear that we may not do it and that we could fail, all of those things come up. But if we can be consistent for 90 days, we will create a better habit, whether it's a work habit, an eating habit, or any behavior that we want to change. It's easier to stick to something, anything, once a habit forms. Take, for example, my example, water drinking. I used to be a diet soda fan, diet pop, we call it in Michigan. I drank Diet Coke consistently. It was a habit and I loved it. I drank them all day, every day when I was working and I loved the caffeine and I loved everything about it. But at some point, probably seven to 10 years ago, I decided that I need to give it up and just drink water, mostly because my son kept telling me it wasn't good for me because he is much more healthy with his eating habits than I ever was. And so I knew that water would be better for me, but I resisted it fiercely because I loved my Diet Coke. I thought I needed it and I liked the taste of it. But I decided that I wanted to change that habit, and I began consistently replacing one of my sodas each day with water, and then another, and then another, just very small baby steps, until I no longer was drinking that Diet Coke every day. Just none of it. I was done. And then once I did that for a while, I, don't, I didn't crave it anymore. In fact, if I go to drink a Diet Coke now, I don't really even like it that much. I don't like the aftertaste. And so it took way more time, probably way more than 90 days for me to change that habit. But now I don't even really like it anymore. I can drink it, but I don't crave it. I usually drink water. It's interesting. So what I have done is I've created a habit. And that takes consistency. Consistency is also very critical in your business. It helps to build client loyalty. It helps to build their trust in you. Your customer service, if it's consistently friendly or prompt or caring, whatever the reputation of your hospital is, it leads to repeat business, better reviews, 
and then positive word of mouth so you get recommendations to people keep coming back to your hospital. If your hospital or your practice feels disjointed and every person that works there conveys a different message, your clients will feel off balance and disjointed and they won't feel safe with you and your team. So working to create a consistent practice atmosphere or a consistent practice mission is the way to to start developing consistent care and loyalty and trust with your clients. Personal growth and self-development also requires consistency. Consistency with your beliefs, your goals, and your actions. And that helps us build self-confidence and self-esteem. So if you're struggling with confidence, work in that area of self-development and learning to provide you with stability and confidence. You can read books consistently, self-development books, listen to good podcasts where you're learning and growing in your self-development, do some work with a coach or get a therapist, and then consistently work with that person to get to your goals and to become the person that you want to become. I find that when I decide to work on self-development, I start out really strong. I'll listen to the right podcast. I'll do yoga. I'll get on the coaching calls with my coach. I'll do the exercises if I want to do better with my body. Then at some point, usually within the first few weeks, right, it starts to fade and I stop doing it consistently. So I'll miss a day here and there. And before you know it, I'm no longer doing yoga every day or coaching every week. We fade. It's normal. It's natural. But if you realize that that fade will come from your thoughts or your fears that your primitive brain is bringing to you, then you can begin to notice when it starts to happen and overcome those fears, becoming more consistent and then get back on the horse, so to speak. The consistency um, thing, the consistency idea, reminds me of the tortoise and the hare. If you know that story, that slow and steady progress is what really wins the race. Not that quick, you know, I'm going to diet for a week mentality, or I'm going to write, you know, 20 pages a day for a week. And then after that, I quit writing, right? So in order to remain consistent, you have to practice focus in the moment while remembering that you have a long-term goal. And that's the struggle. When you find yourself going off track, you have to get back to work. Your natural tendencies will be to avoid it, but you have to schedule it. These small baby steps, repeating actions over and over again until they become a habit. The reason that we find it so difficult to be consistent is there are so many distractions in life. People are simply not easily focused. They're not committed. And we're not disciplined enough to stick with something for long-term results. We get distracted by that instant gratification lifestyle, that cell phone, look up whatever you need to look up in two seconds, right? But big things come with small steps over time. So I read um, an article about consistency and it gave um, three key principles. And I think these are accurate. So I wanted to share them with you. The first one is you must be patient. And oh boy, is that one of my problems. 
that is my biggest struggle for sure. I am one of the least patient people in the world. And so we have to be patient and focus in our efforts diligently in one direction in order to produce those quality lasting results. And one of the main reasons that we don't stick with that is simply impatience. Have you ever tried to do a diet? And then if you haven't lost 10 pounds in two days, then you get impatient, right? And then you quit. It's funny because it's, we know it's impossible to lose 10 pounds in two days, but for some reason, we think that we should. And that impatience is what causes us to get off track. The second core thing that we have to have is belief. You must believe. Failing to believe in what you're, go- you're going to do will kill the consistency. And that is a big one where mind work comes in, right? Because we do have this tendency to doubt ourselves. So you have to be consistent in the doing and not be consistent in the not doing because that's what usually happens. Our consistency or lack thereof is an indication of whether you believe in yourself. What do you believe about the goal? So you have to have a very strong belief that not only is it possible, but it's important to you. Because your brain will throw every roadblock in there to keep you from getting to the dream that you have. And then the third one is you must see the value in it. The perceived value for any particular thing has to be taken into consideration. Everything that we do is generally motivated by fear or desire. And in either case, you will take action based on the fear or the desire based on the value that you perceive. If you fail, you will see it as feedback, right? You're automatically demotivated. And so if you can value what it is that you're working towards, your result will be consistency. And if you don't value it, you will lose that consistently and consistency and become demotivated. Okay. So how can we practice being more consistent? And this is the the hard part, right? We actually have to do something. So one idea is to set yourself some reminders because it's easy to forget that you've set a goal. It's easy to not create a habit, right? Because you need 90 days of consistent work and commitment to yourself is difficult to make because you're not accountable, So to remind yourself throughout your day, put some messages to yourself in places where you can see them, whether it's posted on your refrigerator, on your computer, your workspace at work, in your purse or your pocket. Um, And you can even use your phone. They have apps for reminding, obviously. And uh, my husband's a good one for that. He's constantly telling Siri to remind him of things. And I just forget to do that, which is funny. So put those reminders in places where you'll see them, your bathroom mirror, your car dashboard, and even in your planner, because sometimes we even forget to open our planner. So you could put the reminder on the cover of the planner and say, hey, open this up. You have some things to do. The next thing you can try to keep yourself motivated and consistent is to set up a small reward system, because even those small accomplishments deserve some reward. And it can be anything that makes you happy, not necessarily something big and not necessarily something that you're trying to 
change, right? If you're on a diet, you don't want to give yourself a reward of a donut, but something that makes you happy nonetheless. Rewarding yourself is kind of like reinforcing a dog when you're training them. If you've ever clicker trained a dog, which I find really fascinating and fun, you will see that just that small reward of that click and that treat will repeat that behavior. So you can do that with yourself. Make sure the reward isn't a conflict, but whatever the reward is, make sure that it's valuable enough to you that you will want to work for it. So for example, if I have a bunch of work to do, writing, podcasting, whatever it is, because I am easily distracted and impatient, which I've told you before, I like to schedule in breaks of things that I like to do. Maybe a bike ride. I'll say to myself, okay, if you sit here and consistently work for two hours and get this podcast recorded or get it done, then you'll go for a bike ride or take a walk or go shopping or whatever it is that you like to do. But something for me that gives my brain a break from the sitting at the desk because I'm not a good sitting at the desk type of person. The variety that my brain craves is my reward. So whatever works for you, but just make sure that it aligns with your values. Another thing is you need to accept mistakes and setbacks because they will come, right? This is not a perfect process because we are not perfect. We're humans and we have our things, right? We all have them. And I've told you a lot of mine. So you know that none of us are perfect, including me. So accept the mistakes and don't use them as an excuse to quit. Because sometimes despite our best efforts to plan, external factors take over, right? And we make mistakes. We get pulled away from our tasks. Something happens to the kids. The husband interrupts. The parents call. um, The kids call if you have adult kids like mine and you don't want to miss out on that phone call. Those things happen. So when they happen and they pull you off task, let's remember that that mistake is just a learning experience and it's not an excuse to quit. Don't beat yourself up if there's a mistake. If you neglected to do your work today, don't give up. You can do it again tomorrow. Consistency doesn't equal perfection. So if you ate a cookie and you were on a diet, don't eat the whole box. Just start over. Say, oops, that was a mistake. What can I do differently? Can I hide the cookies? Like I usually hide sweets from myself, which sounds funny, but if you put them somewhere and forget that they're there, you won't eat them. And it it works. (laughs) So cut yourself some slack when you make a mistake, right? Then the next thing you need to do is give yourself time for the changes, which goes back to being patient. Whenever you try to do something, you have to know that it's going to take time. It's going to take at least 90 days to change a habit. If you're trying to write a book, it's going to take a long time. And that takes a lot of patience. If you're trying to change your career or you're trying to teach your kids something or whatever it is, It's going to take time. So instead of trying to just do it once, do it every day. That repetition, that consistency is the key. And that's how you'll get results. And then another tip is to work with someone, a coach, a therapist. Use your spouse to keep you committed to your goal if that person you trust to remind you and not irritate you. Um, Coaches and therapists are trained. They get that consistency is the key to success. 
So if you're someone who isn't doing well with developing consistency, getting a coach can be beneficial. Whether it's a business coach, if you're trying to be more consistent in your business, a weight loss coach, if you're having trouble with your weight, a life coach can pretty much solve any problem that comes up because we know how to notice what your brain is doing to you, right? It's difficult to be consistent because of our underlying deep issues. And if we have very deep issues or issues from our childhood or from our past, then a therapist needs to get involved instead of a coach. So any of these things can work together or separately. It doesn't really matter, but just know that getting help is the thing to do if you're really struggling. Trying to do these things on your own if you continue to fail is discouraging. And unless you can get someone to help you figure it out, and it, it's a it's a difficult thing to do. I get it. When I go to a coach and ask for help, it's it's intimidating because you don't want to admit that you're not right or you're having an issue in some way. But I'm telling you, it works. It works for me and it will work for you. So just to sum it up, I want you to think about whatever goals you're going to make for the new year or even for the next few weeks getting ready for the holidays or after the holidays, remember that small, consistent steps are the way to get there. And remaining consistent will get to the end of it eventually. It really depends on what how big your goal is. It, you may have to be consistent for a year. You may only have to be consistent for a week. But just remember that those small baby steps repeated over and over again are the means to the end. Okay, so that is all I have to say about the subject, except to say that you are normal, you are worthy, and you are valuable, no matter how inconsistent you feel right now. Reach out to someone for help as much as you need to. Cut yourself some slack. You are valuable to the universe and to all of us just because you're here, just because you're a human being and you have the capacity to change anything if you really want to. It requires work, no doubt about that, and it requires patience, no doubt about that. And you may need to get help, but you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. So if you're feeling stuck in your job, if you're struggling with your relationships, if you're struggling with your children, they will all these problems will pass. And all of these things are solvable. And just know that I'm in your corner. All you veterinarians and non-veterinarians, anybody that is out there listening, know that I'm in your corner and I hear you and I understand you. So if you want to try coaching, either now or in the new year, just go to my website. I have a spot there where you can get a free coaching session and I can discuss your goals with you. I can help you set some. Um, if you just want to do that one session, that's fine. Um, but just come and talk to me or email me if that feels less threatening to you. My website is theveterinarylifecoach.com or juliecavell.com. Both of those things will get you there. And also, I wanted to let you know that I am recording a small, interesting series of podcasts for you with Dr. Lennon Fu. Um, he's from the UK. And we are doing a series of shorter podcasts 
talking about um, things like looking for your first job and how to do that properly, how to negotiate salaries, um, better communication in your practice with your clients and with your team. And then we're going to do a little one on self-care. And these are all um, podcasts that we've kind of developed from Lennon. Lennon has a book called Vet for Life. And you know that you've heard me say, I have one that's called Love Your Veterinary Life. Um, so we're kind of collaborating to bring some of those things to you. I'm not sure how I'm going to release those episodes. I think there's going to be four. So anyway, keep your eyes open for those. I may just trickle them out in between the weekly episodes or just release them all at once. But um, you'll see them at some point soon because I'm working on those. Okay, so before we close here, I just want to give you a quote from Tony Robbins. It says, it's not what we do once in a while that shapes our lives. It's what we do consistently. Perfect, right? Tony Robbins is the master of probably doing things consistently and getting other people motivated to do so. All right, friends, thank you so much for joining me today. Be consistent this week with something, pick something small to start and have a beautiful, productive week. Bye.